When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Unsportsmanlike with Emmett Candy and Michelle coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We are going to get into the Jalen Hurts Niners conversation in a second here, but I do want to pass along some news. John Morosi of MLB Network has reported that Shohei Otani's decision is imminent, possibly as early as today, which means, guys, by the time we are back on the air on Monday, the decision may have happened. So do we want to be on the record right now with a prediction? Sure, why not? As to where he will go. Why not? All right. Ladies first, so I'll start. Oh, no, Smalls, go ahead. <laughs> no, please. No, go ahead. Please. Go ahead. This one's tough. I'm thinking maybe the Toronto Blue Jays. We know that they met on Monday. Reports that they really respected his privacy uh, were coming out. Obviously, well, if they, we know they met on Monday. Someone's privacy is not respected. But I'm saying they didn't speak about it. No one from the organization spoke okay. about it, a la Dave Roberts. And that's something that's very important to him. It right. could be an enticing factor for him to go there. It's a team with a lot of stars, a lot of young firepower there. I don't know, guys. Weirdly, I think I'm going to pick the Blue Jays. CC Dodgers, Dave Roberts comments be damned. I mean, they they have a really good team. They're going to contend for a title, and they have more money that they're willing to spend. Like they had, they've shown restraint the last couple of off seasons because they wanted to make sure they left money in the coffers to go out and make a huge move and pay Shohei Otani north of five hundred million dollars on whatever contract they give him. So it just feels like it makes sense. Go to the Dodgers. He wanted to be on the West Coast, be closer to home. It's right there. The guy doesn't even have to move. I, I just the Dodgers make too much sense. Okay, so basically Shohei Otani is unbelievable. He's a once in a lifetime player, right? Shohei Otani wants privacy. He doesn't want anybody to be talking about him with him. He wants everything on secrecy. He doesn't yep. want to be a part of anything. My prediction is I don't know that they've been rumored much, but he goes back to the Angels. He goes back to the Angels, and we all sit here and say, you got to be kidding me. You're going to put us to sleep. Back to the Angels. He wants to win. Does he? Or does he want privacy? You can accomplish both of those things. Maybe not with the Dodgers, (laughs) but the Blue Jays are good. I mean, I'm just saying. The Blue Jays are a really good team. Like the Blue Jays, like he can go out and and, and go about his business. It's not going to be too much scrutiny Mm -hmm. because the, the national media is not going to spotlight the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, they'll pay more attention because he's there. Oh, Drake but, will be at all but, the games. But it, but it won't. Oh, well, then he's <laughs> definitely he's definitely not winning the championship if that's the case. But I guess I guess the whole point is this: like, if he wants to go about his business in a a ho hum type of environment, then the Blue Jays would be able to do that. It's a really good young team around him. You got Boba Shed, you got Vlad Guerrero Jr., yep. you got George Springer, you got a lot of good pieces in Toronto, so it makes a lot of sense. But Toronto's not a better team than the Dodgers. Toronto probably can't spend with the Dodgers. So I I guess I just look look at it like it it depends on what he wants. If it's all about the environment and making sure he has maximum comfortability, then it's probably Toronto. 
if it's about winning and maximizing the dollar figure, I don't see how it's not the L.A. Dodgers. So one quick follow-up on this. If I said to you guys right now, Rob Manford, could, the commissioner of baseball, could place him somewhere for the good of the sport. The Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Not if you were you, if you were Rob Manfred. The Cardinals are a crown jewel. She was Rob yeah, The Cardinals uh, okay. are a so crown jewel franchise who are struggling. They need some pitching. They could use another star there. I think it would be great for baseball. Like, I would love to place Mike Trout with the Phillies, even though I'm not a Phillies fan. Oh, That's just be like great. where he wants to Jersey be. I just want to free him. I just want right. to free so, Mike Trout. So, is, are Cardinals really your answer on this? With Otani? For Otani. What do I think would be the best for baseball? Yes. The Yankees. They got Soto. They have Judge. Yeah, but think think about it. The Yankees being the, like, good is amazing for baseball. And having the next Babe Ruth with that friend. Yeah, it, with yeah, Judge, I, I was, with Soto. I mean, yeah, this that is would be, just that like. Would be, yeah. well, that's not going to happen, though. No, it's not. Yeah, but if I had carte blanche, if yeah. it's not the Cardinals, I'd want it to be Is that Yankees. what you think would be best for baseball? No, it's the Dodgers. You think Dodgers would be better? Than the Dodgers, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, you know, it's funny you say that about the Yankees because, like, a lot of people yesterday said, oh, the evil empire is back because they got Soto. I don't buy that because it's a one-year deal. Like, and I don't think there's any Hembo guarantee. said they're no better than the fourth best team in the L East. Right. So then, to me, that doesn't feel like evil empire is back <laughs> no, at no, all. This, no. this would feel more like evil empire is back if yes. they got out Like, every star is gone. Yeah, because yes. you would be spending through the nose in order to get it. Which it would be very a 10-year. Exactly. Yeah. Ten-year, uh, six hundred million dollar deal would be for with the Yankees for Otani, and it would All be right. like, of course they get Soto and Otani in exactly. the same offseason. Exactly. That feels very Yankees. I totally, totally agree with you. Still, All right, still wouldn't trust it. Still, still wouldn't trust. You it. are beaten down to that much of a yes, degree. Yes, yes, they put me in this position. Poor thing. They've done this to me. Wow. I, I, I'm in a position where I hate my teams. You realize this is the Yankees. I, I hate man. a lot of my teams, those balls. I hate I it. like I'm like I'm in the position now where I'm rooting against my teams. Like, I'm rooting against the Giants because I want the better draft pick. I'm rooting against the Yankees until they fire Brian Cashman. Like, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm not rooting against the Lakers, but I hate Anthony Davis and I hate D'Angelo Russell. Are we like, rooting against Michigan? No, no, no. Never. Never. never, That's the one team I'm not rooting against. Because <laughs> we are not rooting against your wife. No, never. no, 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 no. Not going to do that. All right. Uh, All right. The San Francisco 49ers, over the last week or two, have kind of been crowned by basically everybody as the best team if everyone's healthy. Right? There's no drama around them. There's no controversy. They've been really good. They come off of the win against the Eagles. The Eagles this week, of course, have the Cowboys. Why the Niners are voluntarily bringing drama to the table by talking about Jalen Hurts is beyond me. But their stud defensive end, Nick Bosa, is giving advice to the Cowboys now for a game he's not involved in? What? Yeah, I mean, you see it on tape, though. Uh, And then, obviously, we put the blueprint out there. Hopefully, Cowboys watch the tape. Um, We made Jalen stay in the pocket and escape outside instead of those B-gaps and uh, paid off. Because uh, Jalen's looking at the rush every play. Um, so, yeah, you just have to be disciplined and, and not give him that quick escape route where he could get to his guys quick. And it paid off. Okay, so, uh, Cece, you have said you like when I give the answers that they should have said that they're yes, not saying. Please, so let, me give, me, the let me give you the answer to this. Nick Bosa, if you are asked about stopping Jalen Hurts as you're getting ready for the Seahawks and Jalen Hurts is getting ready for the Cowboys, what you need to say is, is Jalen Hurts on the Seahawks? Because I'm worried about Geno Smith. That's it. 
That is, you do not comment on other teams you're not playing, and the teams you are playing, you only praise or stay neutral. Why would you say we gave the blueprint? What are you doing? Why are you bringing? Why are we talking about this? They're starting to get a little obnoxious, aren't they? With all of the chatter. I mean, think about it. Showing up to Philly last week with the all black on, what Debo Samuel said um, leading up to the game, what Debo Samuel said after the NFC Championship game where they lost to the Eagles last year. It's just all of the chirping so that the 49ers are doing. Exactly. It's unnecessary. It doesn't help you win a championship. To go out in the media and say, yeah, we hope the Cowboys are paying attention to the blueprint that we put out there because we've quote-unquote figured Jalen Hurts out. Stop yourself. The Cowboys got the film. They watch the same tape you do, dog. If, if, if what you did is so glaring and obvious, they don't need you to address it and say it when you have media availability. Like this, this can only serve as bulletin board material should these two teams, the Eagles and the 49ers, meet up again. And the bad thing about it is for the, the San Francisco 49ers, according to our FBI, the Eagles and not the 49ers of the Cowboys have the best chance of having home field throughout, which means you might have to go back to the scene of the crime. You might have to go back to the link. You might have to go back into the same stadium with Big Dom and everybody else Uh in Philly rooting against you and do it again and beat Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And at that point in time, you likely won't have the rest advantage because they'll be the team with the first round by. So I guess if you're San Francisco, the comments that you're making and what Nikki Bosa said yesterday – that does nothing in terms of moving your agenda forward and trying to be a division winner and to secure the best record in the conference and have home field throughout. Well, I guess that just shows you how confident they are in themselves, that they're not worried about any of that. I, when I first heard these comments, I always think about an ulterior motive. I always think if you're going to say something like this in the media, it has to be calculated, right? There has to be a reason behind it. You're giving Nick Bosa a lot of credit. And that's exactly yes. where I arrived at. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I arrived at is I don't think he's the type of guy that's playing chess here because my thought was maybe he views the Eagles as a bigger threat, so he's saying something like this publicly to get the Cowboys a little bit of a wink-wink so that they can beat them down and kind of you know, diminish what he considers yeah. to be their opposition yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit more. But I don't think he's that type of guy. I think this is just the arrogance that we're seeing from the San Francisco 49ers and we're seeing it from everybody on the team. If it was Micah Parsons, I'd give you that. Like, Micah Parsons does his podcast every yeah. single week. Yeah. He's got a game plan. He knows what he's saying. Like, he's really good media-wise. He understands, like, angles, storylines, et cetera. That was not a preconceived, exactly. like, let me figure out a game plan and a motive here. That was like, what? What did you say? Oh, Jalen Hurts? Like, don't – why are you commenting on – and I know, CC, you've been asking the question, why is everybody hating on Jalen Hurts? What does all the Eagles hate? Why are we jumping to that conclusion? I actually think what we've seen over the last week – is people have held stuff in for so long about the Eagles that they just finally have a reason to get it out because they lost in the way they did to the, to the Niners. Because the Eagles have had so many close wins that many people look at them and don't think they're as good as everyone else does yep. and had no place to actually put those takes because they're winning every single week, and now they actually have a place to put those takes. I think that's what's happened over the last week. I, don't, I think people are crazy because I don't understand why we don't give credit to teams for winning games even if they're close. But people have the shortest of memories because if you think back to about a month and a half ago, we were wondering whether or not the San Francisco 49ers were going to win their division. Mm-hmm. They had lost three games in a row. Right. Like they went into the game with Cleveland, everybody healthy. They came out of that game with a loss and banged up. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings and they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Matter of fact, check that. They got boat raced by the Cincinnati Bengals at home. So everybody was questioning 
listening, what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers? Turns out after their bye week, they're just fine. Yeah. They're just fine. Why don't we give that same benefit of the doubt to the Philadelphia Eagles? For the life of me, I would not understand it. All we've seen this team do is have winning records, winning their division, and then putting up, putting them in position to go on deep playoff runs since Jalen Hurts took over as the full-time starter. That's all we've seen from them. Why would we think this year would be any different? Just because of one loss? And speaking of having a short memory – specifically to Jalen Hurts, do we not forget that he outplayed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Yeah, that happened. You know, everybody wants to point to him and take their shots, but this is a guy who continuously puts his team in a position to win, likely pulls out the victory, and we saw him on the biggest stage play out of his mind. Like, what are we talking about And yet about people here? have more confidence in Brock Purdy when it matters more than Jalen Hurts. It's wild to me. Coming people up. are actually saying that. Which I can't understand. Well, and that's not a diss on Brock. It's not a diss on Brock. But I, I've you seen have Jalen Hurts do it You have proof of concept Bowl. with Jalen Hurts Absolutely. in the biggest game in the NFL. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm nuts. I have no reason to believe either of those guys would be bad in a big game. Not Jalen nor Brock. Like I just but you just both of them. but you don't know with Brock. Sure, you know with Jalen. Correct. <laughs> but I have against no reason to believe Patrick that they're Mahomes, no less. Yeah, yeah, I have that's no the other part. Against, that they against be good. that guy. Yeah. Coming up, our frenemy Joe Fortenbaugh from Carlin versus Joe and ESPN Bet will join us. But first, CC has this from Granger. Ah, uh, yes, for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus. Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Motioning is worthy left to right. Blue the running back. Darts on the backfield. They'll look for him. Little screen pass out to Blue. Makes the catch and walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Texas. Quinn Ewers, eight-yard touchdown pass. Right here on ESPN Radio for Texas, our good hands moment of the week. Brought to you by Allstate with insurance from Allstate. You'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Alone, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Every single week, we are joined by our frenemy, Joe Fortenbaugh, who helps <laughs> us uh, pick games, ESPN bet. Co-host, analyst, and co-host, of course, of Carlin versus Joe. Weekdays, noon until 3 Eastern time here on ESPN Radio. And, of course, Joe, we must start you off with the sneeze 
heard round the world on your show this week, an enormous sneeze by your co-host, Chris Carlin, mid-sentence by you. Walk us through. Give us the oral history of that sneeze. Go ahead. (laughs) Such a great way to start this conversation. A great way to start it. I got to tell you, like the first day we ever did a show together, and this was when all of us, you guys included, were all in Bristol to launch the new lineup back in early fall in September. Uh, In like the second segment we ever did together, he had this sneeze that he held in that was this like, full-body walrus shiver. I've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. And since then, I've just been infatuated with the sneezing and the blowing of the nose. And this week, I'm, I'm here in Bristol. He's in Jersey. I'm about to deliver what I believe was the Marconi take that would have cemented my status as one of radio's greats. And it got derailed by a man who did not understand how to turn his microphone off so that he could blow his nose. By the way, the blowing of the nose, I've never heard a sound like that either. So there was a lot to sort through in that process, but it was a take that never got to be heard. It's a take that's lost in the ether, also that we could enjoy the pleasure of listening to this grown man blow his nose on live radio. Yeah, I've worked with Carlin for years, and I can tell you that's going to happen more shows than not, big fellow. I'm just saying, <laughs> Ford and Ball, you got to settle in for that. That's what Chris Carlin does. But, hey... I need you to help. I need you to help Evan and I get to the bottom of this debate because we all know that Evan is a big proponent of the interim head coach bump, and he is applying that same logic to Zach Wilson being reinserted into the Jets lineup. So right now, over under on total passing yards for Zach Wilson going into this game with the Texans is at one eighty nine and a half, and the over under on touchdown passes is point five. So. Joe, I'm on the underside of those totals. Evan is on the overside of those totals. What say you about Zach Wilson this Sunday? I mean, I mean, good God. All the games we could start with, we're starting with this one. Yeah, the uh, interim quarterback here. bump is what we're calling it, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, the interim coach bump worked again last week. Carolina covered that spread. It wasn't pretty, but they did cover the spread. Uh, on top of that, if I were to define this game, this would be the on-air radio sneeze of NFL games this week <laughs> that we're going <laughs> to be looking at. Um, first thing you got to consider, Canty, great question on Wilson. We've got weather concerns in several games this weekend. I think everyone who plays fantasy, daily fantasy, anyone who bets on sports, you got to understand the weather this weekend, first and foremost, if you're going to give yourself a fighting chance. This is one of those games. Total sitting 33 Texans laying three and a half on the road. Um, You should be able to throw the ball against this defense. But again, it's Zach Wilson stepping in in potentially bad weather. And the wind is what you want to check more than anything else. People can see the rain and the snow. They think that has a major effect. The wind is what kills a passing attack. Keep your eye on that. In terms of making that bet, I lean a little bit towards the under because of the weather. I think that game is going to be a total grind. I am betting under 33 points. I find it fascinating Houston's laying three and a half on the road. I think that's a big number right there for a young team that's been successful, but that's a lot of points to lay. They're an indoor team playing outdoors against a pretty good defense. There could be some problems there. I think the bet is under 33 total points. 
Joe, what about the big game of the weekend? Eagles at Cowboys. I believe it's minus three and a half. Cowboys won 14 straight at home. How much does that factor into how you're going to oh, bet this one? I got I, I to tell you, I, oh, I mean, I'm an Eagles fan, and I bet against them last week, and I won, but I felt dirty. But I've done it before. <laughs> I bet against them in the Super Bowl, and everyone thought I was just you know, emotionally hedging, and I said, no, I, the Chiefs are better. The Eagles defense stinks. They're overrated, and we've seen that lately. I would bet Dallas minus three and a half. Wow. I really would. And it's again, it's not like some self-loathing Eagles fan thing. Let's start by looking at the situation. All right. Dallas at home undefeated scoring 40 points per game. Now the immediate comeback there is, well, they haven't really played anybody at home. Agreed. So let's look at the situation. 10 days to get ready for this game. That sound familiar? Niners had 10 days to get ready for the Eagles last week. And we saw what happened. 10 days to get ready for a home game while the Eagles played a Monday nighter against Kansas City, followed by an overtime game against the Bills where there were more snaps in that game than any other game played this season, followed by a Niner matchup, which is one of the most physical you can have. Case in point, go back to the start of last season, okay? 49ers opponents, the week after playing the 49ers, are 7-20, and 20. 7-20 and 20 straight up, they're 9-16-2 against the spread. It's a physical game that takes a lot out of you. This used to be a big betting trend 15 years ago, teams that played the Steelers. You would bet against those teams the following week because the Steelers played such a physical game. Canty knows this. He was involved in that rivalry. That was such a physical game that it took its toll on you and it carried over to the following week. So I'm, I got no problems playing Dallas here. Hurts is banged up, and I don't trust the Eagle defense. Joe, we got Chiefs, Bills, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Now, Kansas City is a point-and-a-half favorite in Arrowhead. Uh, it seems a little light for me. I get that they're coming off a loss, but where do you fall in line with this game, and how would you play it? Two bets I would make here. I would play the Bills, and then I got a player prop for you, Josh Allen rushing yards over. Okay, there's an alternate line, 44-and-a-half, uh, going over 44-and-a-half yards. It pays out plus 165. So that means a $100 bet would return 165 in profit there. I would make that bet as well. Now, you can find lower rushing props, and you can go over, say, 35 yards. You can do that as well. I think that's fine. But Allen is known for running more in big games. If you go through his history, that's a trend all sports bettors have paid attention to. Allen in really big marquee games uses his legs more often. But you'll get good prices because it factors in all the games he's played – which includes games where he doesn't run a lot because he doesn't need to. He's going to run in this game. And if Kansas City's got a weakness on defense, it's the run defense. So I'd bet Allen over rushing yards. Now, in addition, I like the Bills here because, again, situationally, they have an edge. They're off their bye week. they got two weeks to get ready for this game. Kansas City is off back-to-back road games, most recently a Sunday nighter at Lambeau. Offense does not have the same pop it used to have. They've topped 21 points two times in seven, seven games. Two times in seven games, they've gone over 21 points. That's not the Mahomes and Kansas City offense we know. Travis Kelsey's numbers are way down. The wide receivers are inconsistent. I like the Bills, and I like Josh Allen over rushing yards. All right, let's finish with this with Joe Fortenbach. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, noon until 3 Eastern time, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Bet, ESPN 2 every single night. By the way, I love the stat you just brought up about Josh Allen because it plays into something we've talked about on our show forever, which is like – more of the balance with him is better, and you're just saying that in big games he does what he's supposed to do, which means in lesser games that actually don't count less, he doesn't do what he's supposed to do. All right, wink-wink game. There's only one wink-wink game I think you can have this weekend. Only one, because the definition of wink-wink on this show is one that not everyone's necessarily talking about, Mm -hmm. and it's usually on the college bill, no? Where's your wink-wink game? 
You're the only guy on earth that tries to force a gambling guy to go away from what he likes into something else. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes no sense to me. It's like, hey, Joe, you might have a winner, but why don't we just force you into this Army-Navy game because it fits the narrative (laughs) of what's going on in the morning show. Like, first of all, Smalls is supposed to ask that question. All right, over to you, Smalls. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not breaking from that mojo. Smalls has to ask the question. We had the Texas team total over last week. That thing cashed at halftime. Smalls asked the question. Joe, when you're looking at the board, what is your favorite bet of the week? Give me the wink-wink game of this week. What a great question. So well phrased. So well delivered. Um, look, if we're going to look at Army-Navy, the under hit. Okay. The under, <laughs> very nicely done. The under hit 16 years in a row prior to last year, and then the over hit because we had overtime and some fluky plays. It's 27 and a half. I'm looking to the over there, but that can't be the wink-wink game of the week. I can't give you that one because it's just I don't love it enough. I want to win the wink-wink game of the week. So we are going to go to the NFL. We're going to play under 43 points in the Bears-Lions game. Under 43 points, Bears-Lions. All right? This is a little bit higher than it should be because of Detroit's defense. But here's the thing. Bad weather in the forecast, and if you look at Jared Goff's history playing outdoors in bad weather – He's not good. He's not good. He's a Marin County kid, which is north of uh, the Bay Area. He played at Cal. He played for the Rams. Historically, in bad weather, he has performed very poorly. And I think the Lion offense, and if you look at what this Bears defense has done the last few weeks, especially since getting Montez Sweat, they've been great. All right? So I think the Bears defense is being undervalued, and I also think this Lions offense is going to be limited big time because of the weather. Now, on the other side, you've got a shaky Lion defense, but I don't think the Bears are going to put up a ton of points here. So under 43 points, Bears-Lions, wink-wink game of the week. Thank you, Joe. We'll talk next week. Always a pleasure. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. There's Joe Fortenbaugh. Obviously, uh, the Army-Navy game will be a big one for tickets at Gillette. Belichick there, Kraft there, and of course you can get your tickets, CC, by way of Vivid Seats. Oh, yes. Bowl season, basketball, hockey, pro football, they're all in action, and Vivid Seats has it all for you and your ticket gifting needs this holiday season. See every one-timer, every touchdown, every dunk, live and in person with great deals on great seats. Plus, with Vivid Seats Rewards, you earn rewards with every purchase. They're here for us fans, offering unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades, free tickets, annual birthday discounts, and more. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. What was that, Smalls? Don't bring this conversation on there. I don't know what she said. We're, we're not going to be able to get to the pick'em challenge. I just said I need to try one. Because we're going to talking Big Macs, man. Well, yeah, but, Smalls but has never got, had a Big Mac. But if never we, had a Big but, Mac. yes, she's never had a Big Mac. But what got us to the conversation was the home run chase between McGuire and Sosa. Yeah. And then we had the Hall of Fame debate about whether or not those guys that were, you know, juicing deserve to be in the Hall. They do. Exactly. Well, uh, we have to hear more from Smalls now because it is time for the Pick'em Challenge. Yes. And uh, we go up against other ESPN radio shows. The aforementioned or our previous guest, uh, Joe Fortenbaugh, his show, Carlin versus Joe, 25-13-2 on the season. Freddie and Harry, 24-14-2. We are 22-16-2. We are tied mm. with Game Night, 22-16-2. Amber and Ian, 17-21-21-2. And, <laughs> and Greeny is 13-25-2. Now, here's the 13, thing. 13-25-2 for Greeny. We were 0-3 last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. We have been um, terrible over the last week with some picks. Kenny's best bet had a good night last night with ESPN bet. Had a good bet on good night on Wednesday, too. After a week of... Bad. It was bad. bad. Smalls has gotten, like, everything right recently. Sure. So we have now decided that it's not the majority amongst three. It's just one. No, I just get one veto. I still want I thought you were making every pick. Well, well, I, well, she deserves one veto. Yeah, I get a the, veto. But the other thing that I'm going to do... The Kansas City game, she whenever we're no picking Kansas City, she's picking that game. We're so, not We're not doing – we got nothing involved. With Chiefs, Bills, that is all on smalls. We're not getting involved You've with gotten all, every Chiefs controversial game right this season. This yes. one's tricky. This one's tricky Bills and me. Chiefs, Chiefs favored it's by tricky. one and a half. <laughs> it's tricky. Was that tone low? <laughs> is that right? Is that tone low? I think it is. Tone low. Tone low. It's tricky? The song? One DMC. Oh. Who what? Did, what does tone low say? What? You guys help a girl out. What is Tone Loke saying? What is Tone Loke saying? Not that. Hold on. Research Bucky Cole on. Medina? Yes. That, that's Tone okay. Loke? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking Tone of. Loke. <laughs> it is. We're getting towards the finish line on a play. There we go, Smalls. Don't let that derail you. Don't let okay, that derail you. It's our pickup challenge. Okay. We're going to get the wins. Let's go. This one's tricky for me. Bills at Chiefs minus one and a half. Of course, you guys know I'm down on Kansas City this season. I... Also, I'm down on Buffalo this season, so this makes it tricky. But I will say there's a desperation factor about Buffalo mm-hmm. that even though Kansas City's coming off a loss and they're going to be angry, there's a different desperation factor. And a lot of it to me is how much does this team believe in Sean McDermott and how much are they going to want to rally for their coach who's being maligned in the media by people like us today? Mm-hmm. I kind of like the Bills, but I don't know. Ooh. What do you guys think? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You get the pick. We can tell you after the fact. We can give other opinions after the fact, but you got to make your. You have no, been, I get one veto. No, but we don't want to influence you negatively here because you've been literally perfect. You picked the Packers last week. I did. Yes. Nobody else did. Nobody else. Did. We are not good at this. You are. Okay, let's go with the Bills. Now. Okay, fine. I would have gone with the Chiefs minus one and a half. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have gone with the Chiefs too. But here's the thing. I, I mean, there there is more desperation on Buffalo's side, and they have the rest advantage. And Joe mentioned it: back to back road games for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills are coming into this situation, and they they have to win this game. Have to. Like, this, their playoffs start now. If they lose this game, they're out of it. Their head coach is going to be fired. I think all of the controversy has a roundabout way of making the team focus. And so I think you're going to get the best version of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So I can see where Smalls is going. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, after losses in his career, I believe is 10-0. 
Yeah. In the regular season. Yeah. So you're picking him to lose for the first time after a loss, correct? It happens. Yeah. It's the first right. time for everything. All right. You know, he can't throw the ball and catch the ball, too, Evan. Oh, you that's a great point. Who said that? Tone Loke? That's a good <laughs> Broncos at well Chargers. Uh, I'm dead right now. I'm dead. <laughs> Chargers Tone, favorite. Where did I even get Tone Low? Run DMC, not a popular group. Uh, <laughs> Broncos at Chargers. Chargers favored by three. That was so embarrassing. Smalls? I like the Broncos in this one. I just don't ever want to pick the Chargers. They're so disappointing. I don't ever want to pick them. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Cosign retweet. I'm not rolling with anything that Brandon Staley has going on. And here's the thing. Like, I, I get that the Denver Broncos got their five-game winning streak snapped. They're still playing really good football. It's just you had an outlier performance by Russell Wilson where he threw, what, two fourth-quarter interceptions, three all in the hole in that game. Horrible I don't, clock management. That, that's not, that's not going to happen in back-to-back weeks. It's just not. And so I think the Denver Broncos get back on track. Their defense gets some turnover luck against the Chargers because, let's face it, it's the Chargers. And it's not like it's going to really be a road game for them. It's exactly. not a home game for the Chargers. Yeah, let's remember, the Chargers turned it over four times against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's just that part, right? So, yeah, I absolutely like the Broncos, and uh, thank you very much with the points. I love how the narrative has fairly changed on Russell Wilson. Right, because you just said something that is so dead on. Like he's not a turnover guy this year. Like you're not looking at him the way you looked at him last year for the first time in his career, where you looked at him as not a good quarterback. He has he has become very coachable. He's different. He's not there to win you games. He's there for the most part to not lose you games, and that's okay. Like you can win games that way. And what we saw last week, as you mentioned, is now no longer the norm. He's not going to turn the ball over. It's only the norm when you have Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator. (laughs) Eagles at Cowboys, Sunday Night Football, game of the weekend on paper at least. Cowboys favored by three and a half, Smalls. And I understand why. They've won 14 straight home games. They scored 40-plus in four straight home games, which is tied for the longest streak in NFL history. Dak is playing at an MVP level. But doesn't this feel like one of those moments where the Dallas Cowboys will have a misstep, where everything is pointing in their favor. Yes, it does. It feels so very Dallas Cowboys for them to have everything pointing their way and for them to have a game where they don't deliver. Also, when everyone's maligning Jalen Hurts and it comes down to him having to step up in a big moment, I want to put my money on that guy. But the numbers don't bear out how I'm feeling. The numbers point to Dallas. So that's, you know, it's a, a head versus heart type deal, guys. I don't know where to go with this one, but I'm, I'm thinking the Eagles. I'm right there with you. Okay. I'm thinking the Eagles, too, and it's more gut than anything else. But I'll say this. I do believe that this game will come down to the Eagles' pass rush because there is no path to victory for the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott playing really, really well. And the only way to stop Dak from playing really, really well is if the Eagles' pass rush can get Dak on the ground. I'm not just talking about hurrying him or pressuring him. I'm talking about hitting him and sacking him because that secondary for the Philadelphia Eagles is Swiss cheese, Evan. It is awful. Like and so they, they've got to get him on the ground. Now, here's the thing. In the last game that these two teams played, the Eagles sacked Dak Prescott three times in the last three minutes of that game. So fourth quarter pass rush had a premium. The Philadelphia Eagles got that. I think we see that on display in this spot after getting embarrassed with the eyes of the football world on you. 
you're going to get a better version of the Philadelphia Eagles than we saw the last time they played the Cowboys. I don't even know how you argue against either side. Like, if you guys both had this passion play about the Cowboys, I would sit there and say, all right, that makes sense. They've yeah. won 14 games in a row at home. They've won, what, four in a row by 40 or scored 40 or more. 40 four, plus four, four, in four, four straight yeah. games. Yeah, all right, I would say, okay, yeah, I get it. You have the passion plea for the Eagles? Yeah, I get it. Like, I I heard you yesterday on ESPN 710 in L.A. say this game is legitimately a toss-up. Like, either way you could see it go. It would yeah. not, there's no outcome of winner versus loser. Now, how is different. But no outcome of winner versus loser that would surprise me. On, but let me ask you a question. Do, do, do the Cowboys have more ways to win this game, or do the Eagles have more ways to win well, this game? Well, the Eagles are always going to have more ways because Jalen Hurts is, is – his ability to do anything. You want to go deep all game? Fine. You want to literally not throw? Fine. You want to have him rush for touchdowns? Fine. You want to do the tush push? Fine. Like there's Jalen Hurts is amoeba in the way like the, what agreed we, agreed the way we would talk about the Belichick defenses. You know historically is oh you're going against this team you're going to play a three four oh you're going against that team you're going to play a four uh, four three oh you're going against the Bills in ninety in the Super Bowl you're going to play a two five uh, up front. What can't Jalen Hurts do? So to answer that question, yeah, it's Jalen Hurts. And I guess that's my whole point. Like when we have these closely contested games between really good teams that we know we're going to see in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. give me the team that has more paths to victory. Like give me the team that can do it a lot of different ways. And that's what Philadelphia has showed us over the last two years with Jalen Hurts as the full-time starter. They can do it a lot of different ways. That's why I trust them more in a spot like this despite having a rest disadvantage for a second consecutive week. Well, uh, I know one person is very happy with the smallest Bills pick. My buddy Cubby, who runs Farm Fresh Christmas Trees, just sent me a note. He loves Michelle's pick because he's a big Bills fan. Love it. And it is time to tell you an incredibly important message this holiday season about the American Christmas tree farmer and American Christmas trees, the Farm Fresh Christmas trees. If so, okay, you're out there, you're getting that Christmas tree, you want that message, you want to help save the farmer. If so, get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Buying the fake Christmas trees means American farmers could be losing their jobs. You really want to do that? By buying a fake tree, you're going to pay more and you're going to have somebody lose their job? Plus, there are plenty other benefits towards buying real Christmas trees, like creating those real, authentic holiday memories. And they're safer for the environment. Buy real Christmas trees at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold and get more information online. Plus, participate in cool contests at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Even Tone Loke thinks you should get that. GetRealKeepItReal.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. 
survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. Who's this? Run DMC? <laughs> We're going to flip it? <laughs> oh, Smalls. That is Tone Loke. There we go. We are on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. This that may a, have been our most unsportsmanlike good, that, moment of the day. That's a pretty good one. That's Smalls good thought one. it's tricky by Run DMC was by Funky, or was by Tone Loke, who has this song, Funky Cole Medina. Not knocking Tone Loke. Just probably want to compliment Run DMC a little bit more. Yes, I yeah. understand. I understand. Mm, just saying. Just saying. All right. But wasn't Tone Loke an actor, too? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He was yeah. in a couple of movies. Yeah. 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 Oh, now you're trying to justify yourself <laughs> on this one. All right. Uh, unsportsmanlike moments, something funny, something different, something unique that happened in the show or around the show or in sports and entertainment. Let's start when Austin Rivers, ESPN NBA analyst and former NBA player, his dad, of course, Doc Rivers, current ESPN NBA analyst, former player and coach, uh, joined us here today, and he told a fascinating story. I've had a couple strange sitters. I had Arnold Schwarzenegger was one as well. What? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. It wasn't like he came over my house to sit. My parents were at an event where he was at, and he was there with kids, and my, my, my dad and my mom went to go do something, and I think my mom had asked him, I was like, can you watch him for, for a little bit? We're just going to be gone for like 20, 30 minutes. You know, I don't know. I was there with him. So that was in response to when we asked him about the story that Doc Rivers told on ESPN about Dennis Rodman serving as his babysitter. He then told us that Arnold Schwarzenegger was also kind of his babysitter. Which one stands out more, Rodman as a babysitter or Arnold as a babysitter? Wow, I would say Rodman as a babysitter. Not an easy either that, or. That, that's not going to be conventional. Like, I don't think either one is, but I think there's a lot more possibilities with Dennis Rodman as your babysitter than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm just yeah. going to put, put that out there. I imagine if the Terminator is your babysitter that things are going to be in tip-top shape when the parents right. arrive. I can't say the same about Dennis Rodman. You kind of don't know what's going to happen with him as a babysitter. I imagine it's more fun to have Dennis Rodman as a babysitter. Um but yeah, well, think about both of those. Both of those people watching you when you're a kid, that's crazy. Talk about living in different worlds. Like when we look for babysitters for our kids, it's like, all right, is there a high school kid that's breathing? We don't get Dennis Rodman or Arnold Schwarzenegger babysitting my kids. All right, next candidate here for unsportsmanlike moment of the day. So ESPN, TNT, NBA did a great thing. They meshed inside the NBA, NBA countdown. And so it was the ESPN crew and the TNT crew for the in-season tournament. And Charles Barkley had some fun with Stephen A. Smith. Mike Wilbon. Yes, sir. Malika, you are fantastic. Wold, you know how I feel about you. (laughs) Wilbon, you've been my mentor. You've been my friend. I just want to thank you and Amar Rashad for always being there and giving me advice on my career. Thank you. Love you, brother. Hey, Bob, you know, I love you. And let me tell you something, Stephen (laughs) A. If you come over here with all that loud ass talking tonight, hey, this ain't first take. Thank you. Tell him, Chuck. This is going to be the first to ass whooping you take. (laughs) You come over here with that loud ass talk. But I'm going to tell you that. Oh, that is great. That's, that is a, that's amazing. I love how he's yelling. This ain't first take. Don't come over here yelling. As Barkley's yelling, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, Chuck, you love Bob Myers? Mm, former Warriors executive? Didn't seem like it when you said this to Bob Myers last night. I want to give you credit for jumping off the Titanic before it sunk. Oh, oh. No comment. I'm staying away. I'm, st- I'm not. No, 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 no. I have the first shot there. fired. I have friends over there. Yeah, you're going to see them soon. <laughs> wow, going at the Warriors that way. Oh, God. 
I still believe in the Warriors. I still do believe in the Warriors, but obviously you still uh, believe in the Warriors after yeah. what you're seeing from Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins. You believe in the Warriors? I always will believe in stuff. This Curry. is oh this is gosh. a guy who still believes in Bill Belichick, though. That's a great. I know point. it's a victory Friday. Yeah. Deni- yeah. Denial, delusion. It's all the same. All right, our last unsportsmanlike moment. They go uh, right along with do your job. <laughs> see it on ESPN. You yeah. uh, Smalls, you sent in a story about a woman with Chipotle. What happened here? With this story, with the woman, it was oh, it, yeah. Well, I need to pull it up. I thought there was a woman throwing things at people at Chipotle. Is that correct? I thought that was a story that we could do. Let's let's do that after CC's best bet, ESPN yeah, bet here, um, best bet of the day. Which uh, what do you have for us today? Okay, so we got the all LA weekend for best bet of the day. I'm rolling with a three leg parlay. I want to go with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers to win the in season tournament. So money line and that game that they have against the Indiana Paper- Pacers, LeBron. James to win in-season tournament MVP and and do they give it in-season? I didn't even know that they give yeah, it in-season MVP. tournament MVP and we're going to go with the LA Rams plus seven and a half points against the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. So that is the three-legger. You got LeBron James winning in-season tournament MVP, okay. the Lakers beating the Pacers on the money line, and the Rams plus seven and a half points against the Baltimore Ravens that pays out at plus three ninety-six. How are we feeling about that? I mean, yesterday it was plus four hundred eight. That was pretty good. The one that, that the good. one that seems to me that's the biggest risk is the Rams yeah, one. Not because I don't believe in the Rams, just because Lamar is so good against the same. NFC. And yeah, I mean, if we're, are we going to pick LeBron James over the Pacers, despite how well the Pacers are playing? Yes. yes, LeBron is taking this seriously. Like I think he's going to look at tomorrow night, eight p.m. Eastern on ABC, ESPN Radio, as winning a quote unquote championship. Big time. I'll hold it against him somehow. Uh, huh. the, the Chipotle story is what? Okay, so there's a woman, Roseberry Hain in uh, Ohio. She was caught on video throwing her burrito bowl at a Chipotle employee back in September. And her sentence, her punishment for this crime, was that she has to work two months at a fast food job. That was when her sentence. When you say that's her, like by the court? Yes. But there are millions of people that want jobs and can't get jobs. So her penalty is getting the job? Yep, the Parma Municipal Court. Sentenced her to 180 days in jail at a hearing, and instead of spending the remaining the remainder of the sentence, excuse me, the 60 days remaining on her sentence, she has to work at a fast food restaurant. Does she get paid, or does she have to volunteer at the restaurant? I think volunteer. You're an intern Vol- oh, so at volu- Chipotle. Volunteer. Okay, yeah. So if she's working there and not getting paid, that feels a little bit like a punishment. You know, I, I feel like you're not getting the full fast food experience at of Chipotle, though. Like it's you fast gotta, casual. It's yeah, considered yeah, yeah. fast casual. You got to be You're thrown s- into like a McDonald's or something. Are you saying that that is a significantly have different Have you been to experience? a Chipotle in rush like a lunch rush That's right. in New York City? That can't That's be right. easy. Have you been to one of those? That's right. People it's a madhouse. There's a lot of different <laughs> the orders Uber happening. There's the Uber Eats, the oh, DoorDash yeah. people, and people walking in off the street. Man, forget about it. Yeah. Ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. There's I, about a million things I'd rather do. I think that she's going to learn her lesson on this one. Yeah, I think so too, Small. I don't I think, think so. Right. I don't think so. Somebody that has the ability to throw a burrito bowl at another person is not going to learn a lesson, maybe ever. How do you get to a place of being in a restaurant and then throwing a burrito bowl at someone? How? Now, if they include the beans, you don't want the beans. Well, you might have that. the burrito bowl thrown in your face now if you don't get somebody's order right. Well, that's true. So you might that. learn you might learn how that feels. Well, then something's wrong with that town. If there are multiple people in that town that throw burrito bowls. Hey, what do you know about Parma, Ohio? Yeah, that's the burrito bowl throwing town. <laughs> what? Are there, like, there's other cities around Ohio that have great football players. Those that, people are burrito bowl throwers. Yeah, that's you got to be careful where you're throwing a burrito bowl because the people in the restaurant may react to your bad behavior. That's all I'm 
I'm saying. Well, you know what, lady? Do your job. We're on to Monday. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.